Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I have to fully, like, own that I do believe that I have something to offer. And I do feel like that. So that's cool. And it's just crazy to think about like me in this exact spot last year versus now. Hello, hello, friends. Happy Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. Um, this episode is just going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's, I have no plan for it whatsoever. And I'm really tired today. I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm just in one of those moods where I just want to curl up and read all day and just like cuddle myself, you know, probably cause I'm about to get my period. Um, that's definitely probably why. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm just tired today. So we're just going to be chatting. It's just basically going to be me talking about a lot of the things I'm learning because they're like really heavy and I'm just like processing so much and just having my mind exploded every day and like it's just so so interesting so yeah just gonna be chatting a little bit lower energy than usual but hopefully that's okay with you guys we're just gonna be hanging out and yeah thanks for tuning in let's get into this mysterious episode who knows how it will turn out (laughs) okay so there's a few things that come to mind so I've I started um, my fellowship that I talked to you guys about that I got accepted to it's a spiritual fellowship and there's coaches and mentors and a big community and Um, I have like three calls a week for that and there's weekly challenges and all the challenges are super, super deep and it's really all about, um, navigating all of the different parts of you and kind of introducing yourself to the, uh, like inner wounded children basically. So a lot of this stems from... Carl Jung's um, psychology methods and that I guess the idea basically that when you go through some trauma when you're younger or um, some like very pivotal moment in your life when you're young you your body like takes a snapshot of that basically and those emotions and those like how your body physically feels is kind of frozen in time and you can access that now in the future like I can go back and remember something that happened when I was like six and feel the emotions and see how that person who's like stuck at that 
age at that six-year-old age is affecting me now. I'm not sure if I'm explaining this that well. It's a very, uh, very elaborate concept that I think my brain is not firing fast enough to really fully explain. But basically, um, I believe it's depth psychology is a broader term for it. And um, another way that it's referred to is like um, finding the parts, your parts. So Carl Jung, his whole method, he's one of the founding fathers of modern day psychology, by the way, if you guys don't know him. Um, He talks about how we all have these parts and in our mind, like it's not because I mean, I think we all can agree that there isn't just like one main voice that like one main dialogue in our head. Like we have, you know, the naggy little voice that's like, you're never going to do it. Like you can't do it. Um, other people are better and you just can't do it. You're not good enough. And then we have like the sad sometimes like, Oh, what's the point? Like, I'm never going to be able to do it. Or like, you know, the hard ass that's like, why are you being so lazy? You can fucking do it. What are you just going to sit around all day? You know, there's all these different kind of like voices that we have and they come into play at different times. And Carl Jung calls those like our parts. And, um, the practice that in my fellowship they're encouraging is to give like a name to the different parts. And it's very interesting. Um, and I think from an outside perspective, if you had no idea what was going on, you might think that this is like multiple personality disorder or like some, someone's kind of losing their mind, but it's really like, it's just so true. And it kind of, it just helps. Like, I think I've talked about this before, but when you're having these really negative thoughts, it's like, that's not actually you, you know, that's not your soul. And that's not who you really are. That's just a naggy voice, a naggy part, um, of your psyche that is trying to hog all the attention and make you feel like shit, but that's not actually the truth. So once you can identify that part, it's like, Oh, there's that whiny voice again, or you come make a name for it or whatever. It really helps you, you first identify it and then try to figure out and get to the bottom of like why this part of you is um, kind of acting out or making you feel bad. And then you can like work to start healing it. So very, very interesting. Um, and obviously like going through all this, it just brings up so, 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 so much. And it's so deep and like just having me question so many things. So maybe that's why I'm so tired because all this work is just like, you know, it's real shit. And it's so cool. Like, I just feel so lucky that I'm, like, exposed to this now at 23. Like, fuck. It's so cool. So, let's see. Let's talk about what my parts are lately that I've noticed. Um, Definitely having... There's, like, this one big insecurity part that I've noticed that's, like... Yeah, feeling really vulnerable. I talked about that in another episode, but just not feeling super secure or safe enough to like to fully express. And um, I'm trying to f- I'm trying to like kind of connect where that first came up and how I first learned that feeling of like insecurity. And I haven't totally gotten to the bottom of it, and I'm also not really like ready to share all that, but it's just been very helpful to see and call out that part. Like, Oh, okay. It's not that you don't want to do this and it's, and you know that you can do this speaking about like what I want to do 
for my future career and how I want to just like fully dive deep into spirituality and like that is my truth and that is what my career is going to be. Um, but still there's like this insecurity that's kind of holding me back and making me scared of people leaving. I've talked about this of people like unfollowing me or thinking I'm weird or like people from my hometown being like, who's this whack ass bitch. (laughs) Um, there's that part of me that's just like nervous to fully go for it. Um, and yeah, again, it's the same, same thing I've talked about how I'm like, I want people to think that I'm cool basically. And when people leave and like, you know, unfollow me, that's not, it has nothing to do. Like, it's just not the right audience and that's perfectly fine for them. Like, I don't want them to stay if they don't want to, you know, like I only want people who really are on the same vibe and are open to what I want, I'm going to say. And like, can, we can really be in that same energy together. Like if, and sorry, this is going to be all over the place. Again, I have no plans for this episode a big thing too that I'm just being constantly reminded of is like you no me. I can't control anyone ever. (laughs) Like I cannot tell someone how to act or, you know, make them do this or that. Like if, if they're not ready to hear what I'm saying and if it doesn't resonate with them, there's absolutely nothing I can do to make that resonate for them. Like I am not supposed to, or I shouldn't, I should never try to force what I'm saying onto someone. And um, it's just more like being open to receiving, receiving like the energy and the audience that's, that's meant to find me. And that's on the same wavelength. And it's, it's really cool because I shared this post on Instagram the other day that I was like smiling and I was just so overcome with this like deep, joy and just felt really really good and it was actually right after I got off a call with one of the um lovely people that I've met through this fellowship and she's I have a feeling probably going to be somewhat of a mentor for me and I just felt so so good after it and I'm like oh my god like I'm really stepping into this like new person that I'm becoming and like this person that I've like always known that I am basically so I was having this really deep moment and I wrote this caption about how I choose joy and I just really was so so filled with joy in that moment and I just took photos like I just captured it and um it's so funny because <laughs> basically my like um what's the right word like what makes me feel like I'm what gives me that little boost, that little serotonin or dopamine hit, as I've talked about, is like likes and comments and follows. Like that's still one of my my love languages. I don't know. That's not the right word. But basically that post, I gained a ton of followers from it. And I was like, oh, shit, like this is directly the universe showing me that this is where I'm supposed to go, like in the way that I am most likely to receive it, which is through likes, comments, and follows, which is so stupid that that's even what, what I am looking for, but it still is. But anyway, it was just such, it was such a sign like, damn, okay. I gained like 200 followers just from this post. And I've been making all these other posts for years that don't get really anything. Like it's just so, it's so cool. And like, that wasn't necessarily, you know, it was just a selfie of me smiling. It's, it was nothing special necessarily from an outside perspective, but like 
to me, that moment was super important and super powerful. And I feel like that it was just so like true and so like unfiltered and so raw and just honest that the universe was like rewarding me for that. Does that make sense? So it was, it was just like, that is who I'm going to be and that's who I want to be. And that was like my truest self in that moment. And I put that energy out there without expectation. That was the other thing too. Like I just posted it and I had no thoughts of like, Oh, I hope this does well. Or, Oh, I hope people like this. Or I wasn't even worried about people thinking it was weird or anything. I literally just like was so in the moment that I put it out there and then it was met with all of this positivity and like it was an, it was it affirmed me basically so that was really cool and that was something that was in, like really interesting to me so i'm just going to keep doing that and um yeah <laughs> i don't really know what the point of that was but it was it was interesting to me and also i wrote this poem the other day and i shared it in my um fellowship um, and I wanted to share it with you guys. I was debating about putting it on Instagram, but, um, didn't, don't really want to do that yet. Maybe one day I will. But basically if you guys saw last weekend, um, we planted a bunch of stuff in our garden. We went to the nursery and got a ton of flowers and tomato plants and all these vegetables and things. And it was really special and I really, really loved it. And it was a, a deeper meaning than just going to get a bunch of flowers and stuff. So I'll read, this was after a call that I had, um, again, through my fellowship. So I was like super, I was outside, it was sunny. I was taking notes outside, drinking my coffee and just looked around in my yard. And I was like, just thinking about, damn, this yard's kind of like, it, it kind of sucks. It like half, half sucks. Like there's so much potential here, but I just haven't put in the energy and the work to make it really nice. And there's no one else that can do that but me. Like, yeah, theoretically Sage can. But still, like, if if it's bothering me that this garden doesn't look the way that I want, like, what am I going to do about it, you know? There's, n- there's no other way that it's going to look the way I want than if I put in the effort to make it how I want, basically. So here's this poem that I wrote, um, if you guys want to hear it. <laughs> okay. My backyard garden and soul's purpose appeared to me as one. I looked around at the half-planted beds at the well-tended tomato plant who stands alone, one hummingbird feeder full and one by the door forgotten, that patch of dusty dirt that bothers me often. I think about it for a while and immediately soften, as if anyone but me could transform that brown to green, as if it's Mother Earth's fault for not bending to my needs. Bags of grass seed never to be sown in the garage gathering dust, never making their purpose known. I dream of lush gardens, rose bushes, honeysuckle, lilacs spilling over the fences, bird baths and dewy grass, and a place for butterflies to call home. I dream it, but I don't quite make it so. The dream doesn't die, but I don't give in to the flow. I half-ass my desires out of fear of what? I can't plant the garden because this is a rental? As if sitting in a dirt patch during my two-year lease is better than laying in a bed of freshly planted grass, lilac bushes within reach? The block is mental for my garden and my truth. I know I have it in me, but I don't fully believe in the wisdom within my youth. This body is young, but my soul is fucking anxious. Will I get? Will I ever get over the fear of someone leaving me to find a replacement? My psychic told me to preach to the choir and not the masses. The landscaper reminded me that tomatoes won't plow, won't grow unless they're planted. My soul screams to plant the tomatoes, yet the bed remains half empty, and I'm the only one to blame. My hands are covered in dirt, but my nail beds come out clean. 
Why doesn't she work harder? Isn't this her dream? Jesus, I get it. I know that it's so, but I'm still in my own way. I push myself aside about 25 times a day. The lush garden really is within my gaze, and damn it, I'll collect all these unruly parts and make them work for me. I'm the boss of this garden, the head landscaper in chief. Tomatoes firmly planted in a neat little row, honeysuckle blooming, and three butterflies in tow. No longer a voice whispering golden truth on an island all alone. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty deep shit, man. But, it, so yeah. So then we planted the garden, and I'm so happy with how it looks. And it was, you know, one day of work that we're going to get to enjoy for the whole summer and other people will enjoy. So that's basically, I guess, my call to you guys. Like, what is it that you know that you can do (laughs) to get this life started that you want? Like, what is it that you've been putting off that you know you can do? Because all of us have a whole list. It's like, you know, there's these tasks that we need to do every day to survive or like just to make through the day. But then there's also that other whole list of things that we know we need to do in order to make this life that we want. Um, so yeah, what is it for you guys? There's plenty of things for me. (laughs) Um, yeah, big one is continuing to do the guided meditations. I really enjoyed that. And it also was received very well, which I'm really happy about. Um, yeah, I want to continue to do that. I'm going to start making my like writing and my, um, just lessons and things that I tell you guys on the podcast, kind of like one liners and things. I'm going to try to make them into pretty little shareable graphics, um, on Instagram. I'm just going to use Canva for now and try to make it like very accessible and readable and just easily shareable. (laughs) Um, and hopefully that'll, start to attract like the right people over and also I just want to share like I don't know I can't not share like I'm just learning so much right now like so so fucking much like my brother came over he's visiting from Guatemala for like a month and my brother came over and he was looking at all my books and he was like dude this is like a PhD's worth of books like you're like getting a PhD in psychology and spirituality not seriously for you guys who've like actually gotten a PhD, not trying to diminish that, but I just have so many books and these books are like super hardcore and I've just been learning so, so much that it's like, I just, I'm, I just really feel the need to share it all. And also my psychic was saying like, this is the time, especially with the podcast. She's like, that's your outlet. Like it's where you feel the most free to share and without like you feel the least judgment, like you can just talk and share and your truth is able to come out in the best way of any of your other like platforms. So thanks guys for listening (laughs) and allowing me to do this. Um, but yeah, I just really feel the need to share. And I think that's going to be the transition into like the next chapter. Cause I do want to coach people. I do want to coach people one-on-one and I want to have groups. I want to do group coaching and I want to, have retreats and um I want to do all that and I think I'm not sure like I think I'm not going to start this year I think I'm just going to take this year to learn till the end of the year maybe not maybe after this summer I don't really know but I'm really learning a lot and I want to fully embody it and get some more like certifications under my belt too more like coaching certifications and then start doing it um 
which I'm really excited about because I do. That's the thing. It's like I have to fully like own that I do believe that I have something to offer. And I do feel like that. So that's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck, I hope I get my period soon. I'm so like emotional. Ugh, I've been PMSing for like a fucking week. Brutal. Yeah, my boobs are so swollen. They hurt so much. <laughs> They're like two sizes bigger than they were a week ago. Catherine and I are synced up on our periods because we see each other every day and we're like, fuck, dude, like my boobs are so big. They hurt so bad. <laughs> um, and it's also funny, side note, it's also funny that my Savage Fenty hauls always coincide with when I'm about to get my period. So my boobs are so swollen every time and it makes them look like they're way bigger than they are, which is funny. Um, yeah, so it's like really interesting. I'm just in this murky in between phase of like becoming, you know, cause like I'm, I'm, I'm in this learning phase right now and I know where I'm going to go and I know where I want to end up relatively. Like I know hopefully what I can offer and what I want to offer coaching retreats like mentoring young girls and young women um basically to like find their inner light and like find that self-love and that that inner knowing um just to connect with themselves basically like connect with their truth um so yeah that's where I want to go but then right now where I am realistically especially this month like my whole a lot of my time is being taken up doing sponsorships, which I'm the one that agreed to do them. So there's no one like to blame for that. But, um, I've said this already, but basically, yeah, like all my income was taken away, stopped. I don't know if taken away is the right word. That sounds really like victim, victimy. All my taken, my income was stopped, canceled, um, as, as I was, <laughs> And that made me nervous and also like super vulnerable, even though Sage can like realistically provide for us, like pay our bills and stuff. I still don't like not providing. It makes me feel kind of like a burden, I guess, like not having that, um, like not contributing in that way. It makes me feel like a burden, even though Sage doesn't say that or anything. I just I just feel like that. And that again is definitely from my childhood. Like you guys probably know already that finances were very tough always growing up and yeah, money was just never flowing and it was always a, a sensitive spot and like spot, a spot for stress and all that. So yeah, basically having like my income stopped within like a week, <laughs> went from making a good living to making like no money within a week. That was very interesting. And, uh, now this month I've like had the opportunity, like a lot of my sponsors came back and deals were coming in and I just kind of panicked and said yes to everything because I was like, Oh my God, like, what if, you know, what if it goes away again? Basically, like I need to get all this money while I can, like while it's here, cause I want to contribute and like, I want, you know, I want to make money. Money's fucking awesome. And I love money. Um, and so, yeah, I said yes to everything and that's looked like now I think I have seven sponsor videos this month or seven things, which is just a lot. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like, I shouldn't be complaining. I'm not complaining. I don't know. Like it, 
I don't know. I'm really grateful for it because it is what I wanted. It's, you know, abundance coming in, but it's also like draining, I guess. Yeah. Draining energetically. And I haven't had as much time as I wanted. Like my IIN course has been slacking. I'm like really behind in that. Um, but I don't know. It's all good. It's all good. Like the sponsorships that did come in this month have been really cool. Like I really liked the wine one and I really like Dipsy and it's, you know, prompted me to make YouTube videos again, which I'm still not like fully wanting to do really. Like, I don't think if I had sponsorships, I don't think I'd be wanting to make videos, which I don't know why. Like, I love doing the podcast, and I'm really into Instagram and my texting thing. I love that. But for some reason, I don't want to do be on YouTube that much, really. So that's something to unpack. I don't know exactly why. I don't know. What do you guys think? Why is that? Is it because of, like, just the people can be really cruel on there, and they can hide behind an anonymous photo? Or because... I don't know what it is, but that's some tea because, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like in the future, my YouTube won't be really like a thing, which I know is going to make people sad because some of you guys get a lot from it, which I love, which may, that's like the only reason I would ever keep doing it. But I just don't. Or if I am on YouTube, like it's not going to be me doing it, you know, like it'll be like little clips from my retreats or clips from my coaching or things like that that can help like basically a big thing my psychic said was that I need boundaries <laughs> I need a lot more boundaries with my work because I don't have any really right now um as I am like sharing my literal inside of my guts right now with you guys but that's like somehow different but I just I need I need boundaries with like how people can access me I feel like um, which is also what she said. So in the future, there's going to be, you know, set ways where people can, I can help people and like teach people and love up on people, but it's not like they have access to me all the time because that's kind of how it feels right now and how it's felt in the past, like not enough boundaries there, like energetic boundaries, I guess. And my psychic was saying that Nikki Nova, by the way, if you guys want to look her up. Um, she's taking the summer off cause she's moving, which is awesome. Her and her family are moving to a farm. It's very exciting, but she's taking the summer off, but she has a bunch of people trained under her that are super talented. I'm actually having another, I'm having a past life healing with one of her students next week. So that's going to be super fucking intense and awesome. And I'm excited. Um, cause I have a past life kind of trauma that I'm still holding on to in this life, which is very interesting. So I'm really excited about that. But anyway, if you guys want to book something with one of her students, if you're interested, I'd highly recommend her. Just Nikki Novo. You can Google her. It'll pop up. But um, anyway, what did I, what, was she, what did she say? Oh, she said that I can really feel what other people want from me, which I definitely resonate with. I've always felt like that. Like I can feel what someone wants from me and basically she's like you're getting you can feel all this energy of all of your like audience who want something from you even though they're not like you're they're not necessarily talking to you or like if, if there's a dm that I don't even see like energetically I can still feel that like you know I don't know if that makes sense but I, I can just feel 
that people want something from me and I'm not giving them what they want. And I feel like that's kind of interesting and kind of like heavy on me. So those like energetic boundaries would be very nice. (laughs) And I want to set that up. And again, it's like, I want them to have, I want you guys to have access to me and I want to like provide you guys like love and healing and feel like I'm there for you. But, um, at the same time, like it needs to be in the proper way. That's like beneficial for everyone. God, I'm fucking emotional. (laughs) This is definitely partially PMS, but also whatever. I should just fucking cry. I don't know why I'm holding it back. Um, Yeah, just like just doing all this work. I think (laughs) a lot of you guys can relate. Like I've gotten some messages from you all, but just doing all this like deep work, figuring out who the fuck you are and like confronting uh, all your like shadows and all of that. It just makes emotions like so much closer to the surface, (laughs) which is a good thing because like joy is also so much more present in my life and like gratitude and all that but <laughs> so is everything else <laughs> fuck <sighs> it's funny just like crying right now honestly making me super like grateful which is interesting (sighs) like crying is one of those times where you're just absolutely present in your body and there's like nothing else that you can really there's nowhere else you can be like you're just in that in the moment with your tears and like whatever the emotion is which is really cool (laughs) and It's not like these aren't sad tears or anything. It's just. Yeah, like I said, everything's really close to the surface these days. (laughs) So when I watch like something happy in a movie or in a TV show, I just I'm crying like all the time. (laughs) Like, what was it? There was I don't know if you guys have seen the show Red Oaks. It's like this kind of so red. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) If you're watching the video, (laughs) um, if you there's a show red oaks on amazon that's like this kind of just silly show that sage and i watch before bed it's like really light not a lot of like depth to it so it's just easy to watch before bed but they the main character was filming a wedding and i like started bawling during when she was walking down the aisle and i'm like not emotionally invested in these characters at all and they didn't really lead it up to be that emotional of a thing but just watching someone walk down the aisle I just started bawling I'm like oh my god love is so beautiful (laughs) and I just started like crying so yeah I don't know or like a cute video on TikTok or whatever like all these emotions are just super close to the surface which is cool because that's you know living (laughs) and like that's one of the best parts about being a human is that we can experience all these things um and 
like that concept I talked about before, okay, like today's a good day to die. I think that's a big aspect of that is like feeling your emotions fully and really sitting in these emotions and that's being human and that's what it means to like live a life fully lived so (laughs) here I am crying (laughs) um yeah (laughs) and I know like I know when I do like coach people and have these circles and have these retreats like I know it's gonna be there's gonna be so many tears shed and just so much emotion and so much vulnerability, which is really cool. And I'm excited about that. <coughs> so, <laughs> woo. I just had a crazy thought. What if, so you know how, I mean, I was just saying, it. I'm like, this doesn't be a messing fuck. And I was like trying to push that away. But what if it's like, what if it's actually just like a gift like that's one of the coolest parts about being a woman is right before you get your period you're so tapped into your emotions and they're all so raw and like so visceral and again that's like that's life fully lived so maybe it's actually fucking cool that we pms even though it kind of sucks sometimes (laughs) like i i remember whenever um I think when I was in like middle school or something, when I was PMSing and if I had like even the slightest confrontation with anyone, I just start crying. So it's like kind of hard because sometimes you can't control it um, or or like make it manageable. But it's also cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm just laughing at myself. So funny. Like if a year ago, if I just watch myself right now and be like what the fuck (laughs) what is she on is she okay like what's going on with this chick but that's life man um tomorrow we're going to our good my bestie girl emma's um birthday they go camping every year with a group and we went last year and i didn't really know anybody like sage and i were definitely the newcomers to the circle like all of them have been going for years and they all know each other really well and I, like, I was close with Emma, but not nearly as close as we are now. And same with Stetson. Um, like, we're all super close now, and I love them so much. And they're, like, a big part of our lives. And I'm just so excited for this weekend. It's going to be so much fun. And it's just crazy to think about, like, me in this exact spot last year versus now. It's been a year since her birthday. You know, COVID, like, kind of just started last year I feel like at this time like it just started getting serious or maybe not I guess it was a little before but life just felt so different this time last year and I also remember like my um my acne last year I don't I don't remember how bad it was I'm sure it wasn't good because I remember packing all my makeup and like when we were camping in the tent I would like hurt just try to put on a bunch of concealer and makeup in the tent and like sleeping in a tent you know your skin's not usually looking that good the next morning like especially when you're drinking and like partying and stuff and I feel like sometimes in those cases it's better to just wear no makeup because if you try to put some on like your skin's all patchy and dry and weird and it just doesn't look as good as 
you know, if you were at home in your nice soft bed doing your full skincare routine. But anyway, I just was feeling, I remember feeling so, so insecure about how I looked and like needing to cover it up. And now I'm like, right now I'm pretty much not wearing any makeup and I just don't, number one, my skin is doing really good, which is amazing. But also I just don't really care that much anymore. Like I have a lot of old like scars and stuff, but I have still been going out without any makeup, like going out for lunch or going grocery shopping, going to the bar and all that. And I just don't really notice or think about it, which is really cool. Um, that shows some like major self-love growth, I think. And also last year camping, sweet, sweet sage. <laughs> he knew how stressed I was about my skin and I was on a super complicated acne regimen that wasn't even working, but he, we were like drinking and I think it was like one in the morning when we were going to bed and he boiled water on the, our little camp stove. He boiled water so I could use it to wash my face. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm so emotional, fucking A, but so cute. So then he's like, babe, I got your water ready. And I'd go and wash my face and like do my whole routine in this fucking camp spot in the middle of the forest. Um, so funny. So yeah, I won't be doing a full skincare routine this time. Needless to say, I'm just going to be chilling, which is really nice. Hmm. <laughs> uh. Well, I don't know what else I have to talk about. I've already bawled my eyes out, so that seems pretty um, good for one episode. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. Mm, yeah, I'm just really into psychology lately, learning about it, like seeing or figuring out kind of why humans operate is so fucking interesting. If I had to go back to college, like if I had to go back in time, not that I ever would because I, you know, Everything happens for a reason and every step I took led me to right now. So I would never go back. But if I had to, if someone like forced me to go back and go to college again, I would definitely go for psychology for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, safe to say this weekend's going to be pretty wild. Going to be doing some drugs. <laughs> so I will give you guys a report on how that all goes. It's going to be fun. Um, this is my like party summer, my fucking party summer. We're having a... Um, farm rave next month with all of our closest friends and the theme is cowboy cowgirl um disco retro disco basically so i'm gonna wear like a zebra cowgirl hat over the knee cowgirl boots like really short crazy psychedelic looking skirt like it's just gonna be fucking crazy and we're all gonna have these amazing outfits and we're gonna be gonna be partying gonna be tripping balls and I'm so excited. It's going to be so fun. And we're having like Emma and Stetson are bringing their huge speakers and we're going to hang up a bunch of lights and everyone's going to be outside by the fire under the stars with all these neon lights, just like dancing. And I'm so excited. It's so fun. The summer has so many fun plans. I'm going to Maui at the end of the month. Um, we're going to Austin, going I'm going on my retreat at the end of July, which is going to be fucking incredible. Yeah. And we're going on, Sage and I are going on a road trip with Henry to a bunch of different states and we're going to go explore. We're going to go to Yellowstone. Just so excited. So yeah, so many good things happening. Very crazy. Life is, life is pretty awesome. Pretty fucking awesome. 
So yeah, I don't really have any like conclusions or anything with this episode. Basically just cried and used you guys as my therapists who are not in the room, but are definitely in the room. (laughs) Um, So thanks for listening. Honestly, I'm like happy I could share that with you guys and that you were open to listening. Um, Means a lot. So yeah, I don't really have much else to report. I feel like I need to go cry for another like 20 minutes. (laughs) And then, like, read a book or something. But, uh, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for just being here with me. And, yeah, just witnessing this fucking journey that I'm on and being on this journey together. Because I don't believe in coincidences. Everyone who's here and who's listening, like, so many synchronicities had to line up for this all to be happening. So, Thank you guys for just being here and being you and pursuing your truth and, yeah, being a badass bitch that you are. (laughs) Um, Let me know if you guys, you know, resonate or relate to anything that I cried about. Um, I know from what I've seen in some of your texts and DMs that you guys are, a lot of you are doing this deep work too, which is amazing so cool that we can do this at such a young age it's just such a gift um yeah let me know and thanks for letting me be vulnerable with you all um hope you have a great day sorry if this wasn't the usual uplifting message that it usually is but that's okay life is a mix right so yeah love you guys so fucking much talk to you next week. (laughs) Bye.